0: What advice would I give my younger self? Oh, well, not to be so self-conscious, to realize that very few people are actually looking at, at you, at me. Um, whatever stupid thing I thought I did, hardly anybody noticed. I would have had a much better adolescence and young adulthood if I hadn't been so much on the on qui the vive about, oh, what'll happen if, Nothing will happen if. I was born in Magnitogorsk, Russia. My parents were Poles who had gone there in their teens, thinking that they would have an opportunity to live in a country that had no oppression and no religious intolerance, which didn't really work out that way. There was no running water. There was no electricity. We all lived in one room for the five years until the war was over. I remember coming to America. The food. The plates, the lights, it was very exciting. My mother only wanted me to get married, which I was not so eager about. I grew up in a time where the man was the breadwinner, so all jobs had to be saved for the man. I mean, you know, could have been a gorilla as long as was male, and so my mother did not see the uh, the viability of trained for a career. At that time, you could take a test for specialized high schools and I got in. I learned from my surroundings that I had intelligence, which was not something that had been explained to me before. (laughs) When did I become my own person? That's what you ask me? Uh, So that took a long time um, for many reasons. Uh, I was married three times. The first time I was married, I was married at 19. Then I got married again when I was 31, 32. And he fell madly passionately in love um, with somebody else. And I was told by everyone that I knew, oh, no, 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 you mustn't divorce. You'll be alone for the rest of your life. And I thought that was unlikely. And I said, no, I'm not going to be alone. I'm going to be on my own, which is a very different part of the process. I wasn't thinking about marrying ever again. I was visiting a neighbor, so I looked at her New York Review of Books, and in the back of the New York Review of Books, they have personal ads. So I thought, well, in for a penny, in for a pound, I'll take a look. And I saw an ad that was very appealing, and I wrote down the box box number, because, you know, you wrote letters back, and I sent a letter. I think I said I wanted to expand my network of friends. He was looking for a mate for life. And I wasn't saying anything in my letter about about marriage. And I said to him, when he told me that, I said, well, getting married, that's the easy part. And we got married. And he was a lovely, lovely person. His name was Harry. And we were married 22 years. And we, we were very different as people. But from the very beginning, you know, like from the second or third time that we had a date, we realized that our value systems, even though we'd never discussed them, were absolutely identical. He was very ethical, very moral. I think he would have killed him to tell a lie. He was kind, he was generous, smart. He had a wonderful sense of humor that I didn't always get. You want a, somebody solid who has your back and that you can have their back in return. I mean, Harry and I really shared our life. Harry died in 2014. Old School Films is an intergenerational program that brings together inspiring older adults with aspiring storytellers. For more information and a full catalog of our stories, go to oldschoolfilms.org.